How's your package? Eh, it was okay. So yeah. I wish that I wish like up in the up in the room they had like legit like notebooks. I know, right? I was thinking that too. Like, can we can we get like something better than? I mean, it's not even a poster. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, long day uh, with reporters Stephen Dial and Tom Dempsey. I'm digital producer Sam Hartle. Stephen, good evening. Good evening. Morning. Long day. I just I am a bit shocked. No one expected this. I I don't a betting man. The Supreme Court allowed uh, states to choose if they could bet. I don't think a betting man would have bet on ha what happened today. Yeah, we were ready for five days of coverage, at least five days of coverage here. And this, I mean, shock. That's the word coming from this today. Yeah, uh, we knew that the center of politics of Missouri politics was probably going to be in St. Louis this week, even though Jeff City's. Uh, uh, a little bit further off to our west, and Monday, sure enough, St. Louis is where the biggest news uh, came in several weeks. Um, Stephen, today was a stunner. I think that was one of the common words I heard from, from people. We were sitting in the seventh floor courtroom uh, when the prosecution um, formally announced what they were going to do before the judge. Um, it's kind of a bombshell. Uh, walk us through what happened next. So, uh, and this is very common uh, in the courtrooms, and you know, like we said last time, it's not like law and order where everything's there, the jury's there, and you just hear the back and forth of the arguments among attorneys. So we break, we took a break for lunch. Uh, we come back from the break, and um, uh, you know we go through some procedural stuff, and then they go back into the uh, the judges' chambers, which is common to have, uh, and not necessarily an off the record conversation, but to have a conversation with the judge. They come back. And, uh, you know, we're thinking that, you know, let's let's continue this jury selection, possibly 40 more jurors to go. Uh, and I thought they were trying to make a deal on, OK, we can go ahead and cut down the number of jurors. I think that's what we all thought, right? Yeah. And uh, and then uh, Sullivan, the, the, the hired attorney on the prosecution side, he get, got ready to make a statement. And then they did a sidebar at the. Uh, up at the at the with the judge and then made this announcement and I was blindsided. I, Tom, what did you think? I want I want to add in there. So you were saying they you know they came out of the judge's chambers and then they there was a meeting between both sides at the uh, you know the the front of the courtroom with the judge. One of the attorneys and I'll never forget it. He came over and he gave a fist bump to Governor mm -hmm. Greitens. Ed out. And it was something just went through my head is like you, you go you go into the judge's chambers and the first reaction that you're giving to you know your client governor eric grains in this case was a fist bump and mm -hmm. he was smiling again i'm not gonna sit here and say oh yeah i knew something big was coming i didn't but looking back on it now that was the reaction mm -hmm. when he first learned that you know this was going to be happening well i think i was uh watching uh, other members of the defense team uh, after that little session it was that fascinating today yeah. um and they were they seemed to be the more joyous of the, oh, of the bunch. We still didn't know right at that moment what was mm -hmm. going to happen. Um, but that immediate reaction, and I also watched the judge, Judge Brosen, um, who, as an aside, I thought uh, uh, handled the courtroom well today. Yeah. Um, you know, thoroughly impressed with uh, with how we handled jurors. Um, pretty diverse group of, of, yes, of jurors very much so. um, today, and I thought uh, he treated them all with respect. Uh, so, so kudos to Judge Brosen on that. Um, but his reaction was, was like, oh, man. Really? I mean, we're doing, I mean, I want to put things in context for people. Jury selection started on Thursday. They bring in, you know, more than 100 potential jurors. They do questioning all Thursday afternoon. Late questioning until about 7 o'clock Friday afternoon. 
this morning everyone had the intention of let's get this final group so we can do Vore Dyer tomorrow and possibly start this trial on Wednesday. We sat in a courtroom, all three of us, without phones, without internet, for hours. You can't you can't use your for background behind yeah. the scenes. You could you could not use your phone in the courtroom. So mm -hmm. yeah, but so we're sitting in there, and so I mean, I know I was in the mindset of okay, jury selection, jury selection. Let's get this over with. And then this is dropped on us, and I know you're going to get into detail of why how we got here. So one of the other feelings that I I thought you know it's it's we were in the right spot at the right time, right? We were in the courtroom when, when the prosecution uh, made that announcement, but it almost seems like there was a lot of stuff that was going on behind the scenes today where if you had the right source, you didn't necessarily have to be in the courtroom to know that in 10 minutes the prosecution was going to make that announcement. I mean, it just seemed, I, I, again, I know I keep using the word shock, but it just, I mean, I think we all looked at each other in the courtroom and we were just saying, is this, are we really yeah. hearing all yeah. this right now? Like, I mean, it was just... As Stephen was saying, you know, we were so ready for jury selection today, and it's the same questions over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. For um, hours. You know, with the, each potential juror, and then this just dropped. You know, you spoke to uh, Mr. Dowd afterwards. It sounds like this sort of uh, result was in the works mm -hmm. for quite some time, but they were waiting for a certain answer to that. Um, but, I mean, just I guess because of the gag order, they couldn't yeah. really tell reporters or update it. And so what was going on was behind the scenes, while, you know, everything is jury selection on, you know, in front of us, behind closed doors, what was going on was first the Greitens legal team said, okay, they said today we have searched everything we can. We still don't have this picture. So the first thing the Greitens team said to the judge today was they have no case. They said their case is based on this alleged photo. They can't find the photo. They've admitted they, they can't find the it. photo. Yeah. They stopped searching for the photo. And then they said, well, judge, we think that the St. Louis prosecutor um, has uh, enough information to be a, a good witness or to testify about something that's important to this case. In their words, they say that she uh, influenced witness testimony and then brought up some funding, which we'll have to explain down the road. But so the judge was convinced by all that he heard. And he said, OK, St. Louis prosecutor. Uh, you have to testify. Will you testify? And when I talked to Ed Dowd, he said uh, she basically had three options and chose the third. He said the first option was justify. The sex, second option was plead the fifth. And the third option, he said, was drop the case. And that's what they did. And they're hoping to uh, get a special prosecutor to retry this case. And according to Dowd and the Grimes legal yeah. team, it'll Very be the same adamant. result. Yep, they're saying the special prosecutor would never take this case because mm -hmm. of what they're claiming, a lack of evidence. And as we were just saying, you know, this whole case revolved around, to keep it very simple, you know, this case revolved around, you know, alleged photo that was taken in the basement of Governor Eric Greitens' home. The prosecution never found that photo, and they never saw that it may have been deleted, even deleted on Governor Eric Greitens' phone. I'm sure, you know, I heard some people say that viewers tell me, you know, Maybe he took the picture and just deleted it. They never found evidence of that either, mm -hmm. you know. And there's that's that the center of today's announcement was that, uh, you know, the prosecution really didn't have enough evidence or any they evidence. They were looking for that it. photo as recent as, as Friday. Yeah, and to be clear, it's not. I'm searching Tom's current photo history. This was from three years ago. So I mean, it's not just you know your mom looking through a photo gallery. They were searching the contents of the phone, which. I think is important. It's not just, oh, well, this was taken three years ago. Of course, if he allegedly took the picture, he wouldn't still have the picture. 
they said they searched more than 16,000 images, videos, whatever in that phone. So that's not, I mean, I, I, I don't think the governor has 16,000 current pictures in his, in his photo library. So, I mean, they searched it extens extensively and still could not find it. There's lots of what are uh, next steps that come out, come out from, from what happened today. Uh, Tom, uh, Governor Greitens made some brief remarks. Um, we were all there as he walked out of the, out of the uh, courthouse. It almost seemed like he had a little bit of a burden lifted off of his shoulders a little bit. Absolutely. He had maybe standing up just a little bit straighter um, as he addressed the media. Um, from his perspective, from the governor's perspective, and then from his legal team who addressed media right afterward as well, um, what do they feel are the next steps uh, in, this, in this case? Well, he's not out of the clear just yet. I mean, he still has this charge of using a charity donor list of the charity he founded and then using it for political purposes. Uh, he's very much not out of the clear on that right now. There's, I mean, that's the next fight. Now it's on to the next fight for them. Sure, you know, sure there's going to be a nice dinner tonight with them and some <laughs> celebrating oh, that yeah. they have this in the past and they think it's case closed right now. But, you know, Governor Eric Greitens is not in the clear just yet. Obviously, this is a big win for him. Let's not downplay the victory of that. But, um, you know, I think it's just on to the next fight for them and gathering details in this fight of the charity donor list. And, you know, it's very important to note, too, that his attorneys even brought that up and said that that charge should be dismissed just because of the, you know, association with these prosecutors and all the you know bad things they had to say about them following this decision today. Uh, Stephen, less than an hour after we learned the prosecution was going to drop the case, um, you got some statements from uh, leadership on the House, leadership on the Senate um, about what's next. We know that Friday uh, the special session was supposed to start. That's still going on as forward. What are what are uh, uh, Republican leaders saying uh, legislatively is the next step here? Yeah, and and like Tom said, um, we try to keep it as simple as possible, and they're multi things, and so. Uh, I think the statements from the Republican-led leadership of the House and the Senate were really important immediately following this trial because of this. Both said with one voice that their work continues. They uh, specifically and plainly said that what happens in the courts is totally different than what they are dealing with. And so basically they said they're continuing their process. They will have the special session as planned and um, uh, in the House Speaker's statement, he kind of took a little slight, uh, I don't want to call it a jab at the governor, but said, well, now that this case is uh, done, the governor has time to uh, take our offer of testifying since he said he's never been able to talk. Uh, and then he kind of fell on the gag order to not talk. And so now there's no gag order. There's no case uh, that he has to prepare for. So it'll be interesting to see if the governor's office, uh, if the governor works with them to testify and tell his side. So full steam ahead, everything's still going as planned. Uh, they will still have special sessions starting at 6.30. The House will, uh, special committee will still do their investigation. And kind of piggybacking off what Tom said, it's really different when we talk about this charity donor list. There was no photo in this invasion of privacy case, but there is, not saying that the governor did it or not, but there is a physical paper trail in this donor list case, which is a bit different. Uh, I'm a boxing fan. I love the sport of boxing, and I, I call this kind of an early round win for Governor Eric Grimes. Maybe not a round one because that's kind of downplaying what's happened for the last few months, but you know, this is a round, maybe round four win in a 12-round fight. I mean, he's got a long way to go mm -hmm. in all this, yeah. and he's not out of the clear, but he's... I mean, he's going to have a nice steak tonight. Yes. I mean, he won. 
this. And I, I man, if I want to be a fly on the uh, fly on the wall tonight, I want to hear what you know, these Republican lawmakers are thinking. Yeah. So that's a that's a big deal that you have this result here, and now mm. you're going into an impeachment session. Well, is or isn't it? Because I mean, most of the evidence that's been presented in public, mm -hmm. as it relates to the, the the graphic in some cases details of what happened in Governor Crichton's basement a couple years ago, um, and then the the charity uh, controversy. That's all come from from legislative work mm -hmm. from that committee. Yes, yeah. not from either the criminal trial mm -hmm. on the on the uh, computer crime mm -hmm. uh, or or the invasion of privacy. Most of what people know and the details. Yes, of these mm -hmm. very true. It's public. From the very true. Yeah. Very true. And, and so when I read the House statement, that's what I was like. Hey, we have we have the goods here. Mm -hmm. um, and so does, you think that hangs over the governor's legal team just a little bit, even though it's not really a legal issue? Hmm. I mean, I go back to what the defense attorneys were saying today, that there's no evidence of a crime right now. They, I mean, again, he's admitted to the affair, Governor Eric Greitens, and the whole case revolved around a felony invasion of privacy charge, and the prosecution never had a photo, and they never had any evidence that it was deleted. And I think what we're really going to see from the governor's side is really pushing that. You know, I made a mistake, and he said this, you know, I'm sorry to my family and friends for all the pain this case has caused, but... You know, he apologized for the affair, but, I mean, as far as whether a crime, you know, in the legal book of a crime, whether that was committed, you know, is a big win for the Greitens team, I think, in regards to that impeachment session, for sure. And I, I think um, in the in the eyes of some, because I don't want to, you know, paint it with a broad brush, um, in the eyes of some lawmakers, let's look at both thing, both things that are against him. One, that is now gone, but... With the invasion of privacy allegations, take it out of the courtroom, put it in the legislature and, um, you know, some influence of people in the court of public opinion, but put it in the legislature. Some people were upset by that because of the moral issue, the man, the person who ran on family values, um, having an affair, not being truthful with his wife. That's that shock and awe for that charge or that accusation. But then, like Tom said, now is round two of, okay, now he has to fight the charity thing where there is emails and everything that has come from this House committee. And so, like Tom keeps saying, I mean, there is celebration, but I, I think in the House, and I can't stress it enough, a lot of people say, well, you know, this is basically his version of saying he was found not guilty in a way. But, you know, there's much more in the threshold in the legislature is not the same as in a criminal case. Worth noting, too, I think in our last 41 Files podcast we did on this, uh, when I spoke to Bill Skaggs, uh, former state representative who was on the uh, Judy Moriarty impeachment back in 1994 when she was removed from office in Missouri, uh, you know, a big quote I remember from that interview was that, you know, to impeach a, uh, you know, a leader of the state that the people of Missouri elected, you have to have a cause, a really pretty big cause to remove them from office. After today, I don't know, like that's a really uncomfortable spot if you're a lawmaker to be in that with this, you know, mm -hmm. to be determined what happens with this charity donor list. And now you have yeah. essentially not guilty, you mm -hmm. know, with Eric Greitens. It's just a lot of question marks politically. I, I, just, I mean, you know. I, th I think uh, for those who want to move forward with this special session i think we will very and i'm heading down there tomorrow uh yeah tuesday we will very clearly i think start hearing less about this alleged photo invasion of privacy case and more 
about people just focusing on this charity donor list. Yeah, what's what's Tuesday look like? So you're you're obviously heading mm-hmm. to Jeff City, um, which will regain its title of the capital of, of Missouri tomorrow <laughs> yeah. as legislators react. Um, I assume that the governor will return to Jeff City. Maybe who knows? Uh, and then you'll actually, Tom, you'll be here in St. Louis tomorrow, um, kind of uh, putting a bow on, on 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 what happened today. What are you guys going to be looking for uh, tomorrow? Well, in Jefferson City, and uh, of course, you know, being the the reporter I am, I the second the charges were dropped, I te- texted uh, some lawmakers on both sides, and the reactions were a bit shocked, and just more of just uh, still saying we're still going through our process, we're still doing what we're going to do, uh, and so they look forward to talking to, uh, I look forward to talking to them tomorrow, and what's interesting is you have a majority Republican on both sides, but in this one instance, Republicans and Democrats are kind of together on this. They're kind of uh, saying, we're still going to do our work. We're still going to do this special session. And so, I, I mean, I think, I don't think, you know, it'd be people trying to pull their names off of that special session list. I think they're going to be confident. They made their decision. They made a historic decision. I don't think they're going to back down. I don't politicians so. being politicians. Yeah. I don't know, they can spin a few words around. I don't we'll see. It'll be really we'll interesting see. to see. Yeah, like, I don't think. And I'll be in St. Louis. Uh, you know, I think the big focus for me tomorrow, I really want to hear more from the uh, circuit attorney's <laughs> office. Yeah. I, I mean one of the top people going through my head tonight. There's two people I'm really thinking about a lot tonight. Obviously Eric Greitens. How's he feeling with us all tonight? Obviously a big win for him, but still a long road ahead. And Kim Gardner, the mm-hmm. uh, St. Louis circuit attorney. Man, I mean, afterwards, with that decision today, nobody, I mean, it could be argued, nobody lost more today than she yeah. did. Yeah. I mean, that's that was a big blow to her. A lot of uh, big statements coming from, you know, uh, Greitens' legal team saying, you know, bringing up th- uh, allegations of misconduct on her part and eliciting false testimony. I mean, it's just, uh, I want to hear more from her tomorrow, and we're going to put the, you know, the focus on maybe trying to get a statement more from her or hearing more from her I also want to reach out to some potential jurors, too, tomorrow mm-hmm. just to see what the experience is like for them. And, you know, being so close to this case, um, you know, St. Louis, here we are tonight. And still, you know, a lot of questions we want to get answered. And, you know, weeks ago, the judge uh, said that there was uh, some sanctionable offenses from uh, Ms. Garner's office um, after a little back and forth. Uh, with the judge and the the defense, I mean, she can get fined after this. She can. Uh, I I was talking with uh, someone as we were waiting for uh, the the governor to speak. When one reporter was talking uh, to a political expert, and they were that political expert said, um, anyone going against her now in court could point to this case. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, how does this affect her moving forward? with any other case Um, one of the attorneys was talking afterwards saying you know i'm i'm fearful of the american justice system you know obviously a very mm -hmm, big statement mm -hmm. to make but just further bringing it into the you know those allegations of misconduct with kim gardner and his concerns about all that moving forward two months best guess where are we at so that puts us at what july yeah early july you get 60 days july yeah mid-july well, the timeline right now for the trial for the uh, charity donor list. Um, uh, they would have had a preliminary hearing by then. Uh, I think, and Tom's not going to agree with this, uh, 
I think there will still, two months from now, would have been an impeachment vote. But that does not mean he would have been removed from office. But I think that there still is a good chance for him to be formally impeached as far as a vote, a majority vote. That train may still be on the track. I think it is. Um, but I know, I know Tom's not going to agree. And then we still have to deal with this uh, computer tampering case, which I think there's physical uh, evidence, at least that compared to this invasion of privacy case where there was no physical ev evidence, um, there is some type of something. Something happened. I don't know. You know, we don't know if the governor knew about it, but we know that there is an email paper trail of people having this donor list that was said to have been given as an in-kind donation where the charity said we did not. Tom, two months? Uh, two months, July. Uh, Eric Greitens still very much trying to improve his image. Um, still you think? Oh, man, putting me on the spot like that. He's fought, again, it's a fact, he's fought these charges against him. Mm -hmm. He's going to continue to fight against them. Uh, I mean, do I still think he's governor in two months? Uh, oh, man, putting me on the spot with that question. I think he will be. I think he, he will be been, as well. He would have been impeached, but... I just think it's interesting. It's just one of those cases. This case in particular, you know, when I was saying the biggest loser from this case, obviously Kim Gardner, very, you know, just because of the result today. But I mean, Eric Grayton still lost a lot, and you know, just just a lot of allegations got thrown mm -hmm. out there. And when some people hear that, they run with it. And that's, mm -hmm. I mean, that House Committee report and the details in that with the woman's testimony, he lost a lot too. I mean, just to kind of recover, can he recover from that? So two months from mm -hmm. now, I still see him still really facing an uphill a battle trying to improve his image uh, in, in the face of all these allegations against him. Predictions with the charity donor list. I, I'm not going to predict anything <laughs> because my prediction was we were going to be here on Friday this <laughs> there week. There you go. And, Look, other, other people in American politics have bounced back. We, so. uh, we're in the uh, business center at the uh, St. Louis Ballpark, Hilton. Yeah. Uh, if the Cardinals were playing tonight, um, oh, that, that would be cool. Some of us might have a room to be able to sneak sneak a little bit of the <laughs> uh, of the game. Have a room uh, with the so, arch. So nice, nice accommodations for us in, in the business center. Um, craziest moment of the day. We'll go around the table uh, and wrap things up. Craziest moment of the day was the prosecutor standing at the podium saying, "You know, the state dismisses the charges." I just remember looking over at you guys there and just being like, "Whoa, whoa, wait a second! Did he just say that?" And then I, I'll never forget, too, seeing Eric Greitens uh, fist bump his yes. attorney. Mm -hmm. Those two moments I'm going to remember. So, uh, man, I I can't say one craziest moment of the day, but I'll, I'll try to. The fist bump was crazy to me just because it was the, the precursor. It, it was what led to why we're talking about this right now. And, uh, yeah, that had to be – I mean, I think that, that was my – craziest moment of the day sam what was your craziest you know, moment for, of the so day? for me you know i was uh, i didn't bring a notepad so i had to uh, bump some, <laughs> uh, some pieces of paper from steven thank uh, thankfully he had his notepad uh and and the notes that i was scribbling um i thought it was fascinating um you know we, we've heard about this in the media uh we you know we're in the media so we we, we cover it um here we are in the courtroom mm -hmm. in st louis and the governor is 20 feet mm -hmm. yes very true us. very very true well, when he glared at the media, sorry to jump you, but go, go ahead, I'll say that. And, and what I took away from it, you know, uh, you know, jury selection started last Thursday and Friday. Today was the first day that we were there. Mm -hmm. um, right? Such a diverse group of jurors. Yes. yes. And, and here you have the governor 
they're they're gubbin. Um, and his legal team trying to find ways to disqualify their viewpoints as being valid in this trial. I felt that was weird mm-hmm. just to see that in person. Now legally it make it makes sense, you know, his legal team, uh, you know, trying to represent their client, perfectly above board. But just symbolically that that you have this governor that has to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the crazy things that I took away from it. I thought the jurors all gave great answers. Um, you know, it, it was kind of some boring stuff, but I would have loved to have been there on Thursday and Friday. <laughs> I thought it was fascinating. It was too. interesting. And then you kind of feel for, or at least me, you kind of feel for them being quite, yes. they already know everyone's looking at them. And then, oh, look to the right, it's the governor of the state looking at me. And, you know, like, until some questions, some people got kind of awkward or unsure of themselves in their answer because you got, you know, the governor it's looking at like you. almost like they were on trial yeah. today. Yeah. Much more than than the governor ever was since the prosecution dropped. A lo- a then we of, saw some characters. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A lot of questions about news coverage yes. and, you know, what they had seen when you were saying, you know, some of it had a feel of they were on trial too, you know, really digging into what they had mm-hmm. seen and what sort of opinions they had yeah. formed, asking what conversations they had had with people. I mean, it was just, yes, I could, I could definitely feel that for them sitting up there and being questioned by both sides like that. Was that. Only, that was round one. Yeah. We could, we <laughs> yeah. could have had yeah. more jury scrutiny yesterday. Um, guys, uh, our, our first podcast uh, that you did with Taylor uh, last week did great. Um, happy to be able to continue uh, continue that. Um, the case has been dismissed. Tom said that's an early round. Um, we've got some more rounds to go. Uh, we'll stay with you, but uh, for Tom Dempsey, uh, Stephen Dow, uh, we were joined today by a couple of amazing photographers, Tyler Navis and Al Miller. Uh, for the entire group, I'm Sam Hartle. Thanks for joining us from St. Louis.